0: Today on episode 275 of the Computer Tutor podcast, there's an all-new Firefox out now. Yeah, there's updates to Firefox all the time, but this one is more than that. What's been changed, and should you make Firefox your default browser now? Let's talk about it. And I have an excellent podcast episode to recommend if you want to learn more about Bitcoin. to another episode of the Computer Tutor. Tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro. Without all the tech talk. And now, here is your Computer Tutor, Scott Johnson. Well, good morning and welcome back to the Computer Tutor podcast. I am your personal Computer Tutor, Scott Johnson, and I am right here every Monday morning to show you how to do cool things on your computer. You know, your computer shouldn't be a headache for you. It should do what you want it to do, right? So, if that's what you want, you're in the right place. And I know about getting rid of computer headaches because my business is fixing computers. I live in the Tampa Bay area of Florida, right here in the little town of Safety Harbor. And, you know, some people, when I tell them the name of my town, they say, Safety Harbor, that sounds so quaint. And I can tell you, this town is just as cool as it sounds. Lots of shade trees. There's hundreds of small businesses to work with, and some really great people to have as neighbors. But I don't just work with the local people, I do a lot of work remotely, so I can usually fix your computer wherever you are. Just give me a call at 727-254-9078, or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's tip can be seen at my website, Then that's at computertutorflorida.com forward slash 275. So let's get started. Oh, and I should mention that for today's episode, you might hear a little bit of background noise. Usually I try to shut everything off here in my office before I record the show, but right now I have a laptop running here on my desk, and it's trying to come up with a decryption key for a computer that was infected with ransomware. And this process takes about 40 hours, and right now it's got about 8 hours to go, so I just have to let it run. So if you hear that in the background, that's what it is. Okay, Firefox. I remember when Firefox was first introduced. It was so cool. Of course, when it first came out, it didn't really have a lot of competition. I think at the time, there were only a couple other web browsers for Windows computers. And one, of course, was Internet Explorer. And back then, it seemed like it was fine, but maybe that's because there really wasn't anything to compare it to. And the other web browser that was already in use back then was Opera. And Opera is still around today, even though a lot of people have still never heard of it. It just never really caught on like the others that everyone knows about. And you know what year it was when Firefox came out? It was 2002, 15 years ago. I think the thing that really made Firefox so amazing for me back then was it was the first one to come out with tabbed browsing. I mean, how incredible to have more than one website open at the same time in the same window just by using those tabs. Of course, all the browsers have that now. We don't even think about it. But back then, that was a pretty amazing thing. So I switched from using Internet Explorer to using Firefox And that's pretty much the way it was until Google Chrome came out. Now, Chrome was actually introduced in 2008, which is six years after Firefox. And when it first came out, I really wasn't all that excited about it. But honestly, I didn't really give it a try right away. I liked Firefox. It did what I wanted. So I just wasn't too quick to hop on the Google Chrome bandwagon. But it wasn't too long, and people were talking about how great Chrome was and how it was better than Firefox. So I decided to give it a serious tryout for a while. Then I just kind of got used to using it, and eventually I made Chrome my default web browser. So I've been using mostly Chrome for probably 12 or 13 years now. And I say mostly because I do still use Firefox for some things. And I have some clients that still use Firefox as their default browser, so I have stayed pretty familiar with it over the years And I would never recommend against using it, because it has been a decent browser, and it's certainly way better than Internet Explorer or Edge, in my opinion. But recently, Firefox got an update that was more than just a typical update. It's almost like a whole new browser. If you use Firefox, you've probably already gotten this update, but you can check and see if you're using the newest one by opening up Firefox and then click on Help and About. You can look at the version number, and the newest one is version 57. But the big hint will be the fact that it says Firefox Quantum in big letters right there in that window. When you first get this new upgrade installed, you'll see a letter on your screen from Chris Beard. He's the CEO of Mozilla, the company that makes Firefox. And here's part of what that letter says. Today, we're thrilled to introduce you to our brand new browser, Firefox Quantum. What you'll notice first is that new Firefox is blazing fast. In fact, you'll enjoy speeds up to twice as fast as a year ago, but it's also more powerful. We've rebuilt Firefox from the ground up to focus on how you use the web today to watch, listen, create, and play without limits. We're excited to deliver a browser that feels completely different, modern, quick, and efficient. We think you'll agree. It's a quantum leap forward in how you'll experience the Internet. And there's more to that letter, but I skipped the last like half of it because it's just kind of generic corporate language that usually everyone skips over anyway. But I can tell you what he was talking about with the new version being fast. It's really true. But what I want to do here today is just go over the pros and cons of this new version of Firefox. Just like almost everything else, no matter how good something is, there are usually some advantages and disadvantages to it. So today we'll talk about both sides of that coin. First, the advantages. And the big one here, like I already mentioned, is the speed of this thing, it is fast. I have Firefox set to open up about 12 tabs automatically when I run it, and usually when I open it, I have to wait maybe 10 to 12, maybe 15 seconds for all of them to fully load up. When I tried that on Firefox Quantum, it was less than 5 seconds. Of course, the actual speed is going to depend a lot on how fast your internet connection is, but with that being a constant, you should still see a great increase in speed in the new Firefox. Second big advantage is that it uses less memory. Or I should say the developers say it uses less memory than Chrome uses. The practical side of that is just that Firefox shouldn't slow down the other programs running on your computer, even when you have a bunch of websites open in separate tabs. Now, I haven't done any definitive tests on this, so if you actually do a test on the memory usage, let me know. And the third advantage that I see is not really something you can necessarily measure. It's just the fact that it just looks cool. It has a whole new design and with this new design they're leaning toward kind of toward that minimalistic look which I kind of like. And on top of that, this version of Firefox gives you a clearer picture on some of the new higher definition displays. So it's a very pleasant experience just from a visual standpoint. And there are a few other things too, like it has this new feature called the library which you'll probably want to play with and you can also take screenshots right from within Firefox without having to launch a third-party program to do that. I probably wouldn't use that since I have a screenshot program that I really like, and I'll probably just keep using that. All right, so what are the disadvantages? Really, there's only one I can think of that might make a difference for some people, and that's the fact that some of the browser extensions that worked with the earlier versions of Firefox may not work with this new one. For example, I've got a client that for years has used this extension in Firefox that allows her to have a bookmark toolbar that displays three rows of bookmarks, and she really loves that thing. But with Firefox Quantum, she's having to learn how to get along without it because the developers have decided not to update the extension to be compatible with the newer versions. So if you have a certain extension that you really love, you might find you can't use it anymore. course, that works the other way too. Some extensions work in the new version, even though they didn't work in previous versions. You might remember a little while back, I wrote about a browser extension called QClean. That's Q-C-L-E-A-N. And that eliminates all of the ads on Facebook, like those sponsored posts that come up all the time. It worked great in Chrome, but I found out that it wasn't compatible with Firefox. Well, guess what? It is compatible with Firefox Quantum, so you can use it now. And my guess is that most browser extension developers are working on updating their programs so that their extensions will be compatible with Firefox going forward. Just can't say that for sure about all of them. So probably sometime in the near future, I'm going to have to make a decision. Do I stay with Chrome as my default browser, or do I go back to Firefox? Right now, I'm staying with Chrome, but the more I play with Firefox Quantum, the more I like it. And I think overall, you'll probably like it too. And I wanted to tell you about a really great podcast episode I listened to recently. The show is called The Kevin Rose Show. And Kevin Rose was the original creator of the website Dig, D-I-G-G, which is it's a big social news site. And he also creates products, and he's a venture capitalist. And on his podcast, he talks to different people from all areas who are just very successful at what they do. And in some ways, it's kind of like the Tim Ferriss Show, just not exactly. But I listen to both of them. And on a recent episode, Kevin talked with a guy named Andreas Antonopoulos. He's the author of a book called Mastering Bitcoin, and this guy knows Bitcoin inside and out. This interview probably would not be the best for someone who has no idea what Bitcoin is, because it's not really designed to be an introduction. But if you're already a little bit familiar with Bitcoin, or maybe even own some like I do, you will probably find it pretty interesting. He talks about how Bitcoin transactions compare with traditional credit card transactions, uh, the potential of Bitcoin, how to locate a Bitcoin ATM, and some apps to store your Bitcoin, and how Bitcoin is going to scale and grow into the future. And I I found it really fascinating. So you can get to this episode by going to KevinRose.com, that's K-E-V-I-N-R-O-S-E.com, and look for episode number 16, and let me know what you think of it. And here's some scary news. Christmas is just four weeks from today. If you're like me, you do a lot of your Christmas shopping on Amazon. And if you do, I'd love it if you shopped through my referral link. That link is computertutorflorida.com forward slash shop. And that's how you can support this show. The price you pay for your Amazon items is exactly the same. But when you use that link, Amazon kicks me over a little referral fee for sending you there. So thanks for your support. And I want to hear from you if you try out the new Firefox. What do you think of it? You can email me at pctutor at gmail.com, or you can call my podcast voicemail line, 727-386-9468, and you can leave a recorded message there anytime, day or night. And that'll do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks again for listening and have a great week. God bless. A three-legged dog walks into a bar and says, I'm looking for the man that shot my paw.